0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Today's Focus for Tuesday, May the 23rd, 2023, at 1228 p.m. Central Time. Today's focus... Listen carefully. Today's focus... I knew thee. Today's focus... I knew thee. Now, you may know where that phrase comes from. You may. Uh, you may may immediately, obviously, it comes from the Bible. I'm assuming you knew that. You may know exactly which book. I knew thee. Now, you may know a number of verses that speaks of, well, God knowing us. You, you, you probably, in fact, that could be an interesting study in and of itself. In fact, I may add that to this today's focus. But today's focus, I knew thee. Now, we're going to be looking at a verse that is very famous. Pastors love to quote it, love to preach on it, and it's always preached and taught in a very encouraging way, in a way that's supposed to bring you some sense of peace, some sense of comfort. And I do want you to consider it that way, but I'm going to challenge you to consider this concept from two perspectives, the positive, right? oh, this is comforting, all the, and I want you to consider the three, say, I want you to consider three possible positive implications from this concept. But I'm going to want you to consider three, how, uh, what would we call, I don't want to say negative, three, (laughs) I want you to think of three different ways which this concept brings some very difficult questions for you to reconcile in your mind, you don't have to necessarily you don't have to necessarily flesh out the questions. But I think that if you if once we get the concept, I knew thee, and, and I'm going to explain it. And I think we can I think we can try to figure out the positives that come from it. But at least for me, there are some other implications that I don't think are so positive that are somewhat troubling, that are somewhat Disturbing, that is somewhat difficult. And that, I'm going to want you to consider both, because I think by considering both, well, you're, well, you won't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, but you'll be more prepared to talk to people who may go, wait, you think that verse is a positive thing? You find comfort in that? I find that to be, re- you know, very disturbing. And sometimes Christians don't see it from the other perspective. So, have I have I piqued your curiosity? Do, do, do you want to hear the? Okay, well, here we go. I, I mentioned yesterday that for the summer of 2023, we are going to be studying the Book of Jeremiah and the Book of Lamentations. And that we'll be doing that for our Bible Study Exercise Podcast series. But I also like to incorporate what we're doing maybe in another series and having it impact other things that we're doing like today's focus. So we haven't, we haven't officially introduced our study to Jeremiah, but since I'm already reading the chapter, Jeremiah chapter one and reading the book, I thought well I'll I'll just bring something over to that to the today's focus just to you know incorporate it there as well so that you know no matter what you're listening to hopefully somewhere before the summer of 2023 is over you've you've encountered and had to uh think and consider many things found in the book of Jeremiah. So now I've given it away. The phrase I knew thee comes from the book of Jeremiah. Let, let's start. You ready? Jeremiah chapter 1. Let's go through this. Jeremiah chapter 1. The words of Jeremiah the son of Hilkiah of the priest that were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah the son of Amon king of Judah in the 13th year of his reign It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, unto the end of the 11th year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem, captive in the fifth month. Now, those verses serve as the introduction. So Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 is the introduction. It introduces the author, introduces a lot of things that give us kind of a time frame. Uh, Obviously, it speaks of being Jerusalem, being captive in the fifth month, Jerusalem being carried away into captivity. So it gives you a a kind of a time range and a, a list of names and a list of a couple of places Obviously, if you just wanted something to do on 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 any day, you could grab a Bible dictionary and look up each name, look up each place, familiarize yourself with who these individuals were, when did they live, so that you get somewhat of a time frame for the book of Jeremiah, and you just are introduced to some people in the Bible and places. And that's always an easy way to add an extra study if you're looking for something to do. But our focus today starts in verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, so this is God's word unto Jeremiah, right? The son of Hilkiah, okay? Of the priests that were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin, all right? So we know who the word of the Lord comes to. It comes to Jeremiah. Here we go. Here's verse five. Here's the famous verse, Jeremiah 1, 5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Oh, we love that verse we quote that verse we quote that verse in so many different contexts but it's always in a positive way that before you were formed in your mother's womb God knew you now now we 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 will leave it and 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 usually look at it in some of its historical context as it relates to Jeremiah but almost instantaneously we say okay Jeremiah get out of the way get out of the way this is about us so then the pastor tells the congregation before you were formed in your mother's womb. God knew you. God had sanctified you, means setting you apart for a specific purpose. Now, your job in life is to find that purpose, to engage that purpose, to experience that purpose so that you can live life to the fullest, something along those lines. Now, it may be worded a little different, but I don't care what church you go to. Basically, it works that way. That basically, hey, this is what you need to know about your life. Before you were formed in the belly, before you were formed in the womb, God knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, he had set you apart and had ordained you for whatever you're going to do in your life. Now, again, people were like, okay, so I need to find out what God set me apart to. I need to find out what God ordained me to do. I need to find out what my purpose in life is. And, and this has been a major focus within Christianity for a long time. Now, some may not take that direct course, but they'll still take it in a way saying, hey, God knew you before you were formed in your mother's belly, before you were formed in your mother's womb. He knew you and he had set you apart for his purpose. It may not be so much like now you need to spend your life figuring out what that purpose is, but hey, you just need to know God knew you. Now, I want you to do this today. I want you to take a piece of paper. I want you, as always, divide it right down the middle, top to bottom, one side. I want you to come up with three positive things that this idea, because I think we would all agree that not only did God know Jeremiah before he was formed in his mother's belly, he knew you, he knew me before we were formed, that God knew us. I want you to take this idea that God knew you, that God po- had sanctified, set you apart for himself. If you are a believer, you definitely understand this because of the doctrine of election, right? We definitely understand this. But I want you to at least consider three positives, three comforting ideas that arises from this truth. The, the truth is, before you were even formed in your mother's belly, God knew you I believe that is not only true of Jeremiah I think we can verify that and believe that that is true for all of us All right so I want you to consider three positive truths that arise from that I want you to really think about it I want you to talk about it. remember today's focus my job is to give you something to focus on throughout the day I want you to take those three things I want you to take this truth and find three things that are positive talk to people about it flesh it out Debate it. What What are three things that are like, wow, before I was formed in my mother's belly, God knew me. And God had sanctified me, set me apart. Even if you want to go there, I think that gets into, maybe there'll be some theological disagreements amongst Christians. But but the, the knowing you, I don't think there's any disagreements there. What, what does it mean for you that today, when, whatever you're doing, like before I was even formed in my mother's belly, God knew me. What are three comforting concepts that arises from that truth? All right. Now, I think there's a flip side to this. What are three troubling ideas? What are three troubling concepts that arises in your mind from this same truth? I think there's some positive, but what are some troubling things that arises in your mind? So wait a minute. God knew me before I was formed. Now just think think that through. All right, think that through. All right, I want you to think it through. If God knew you before you were formed in your mother's belly. Now, I don't know what I don't know who's listening to me today, but just imagine someone is 13 years of age and they're in a children's hospital today. And they have they have a terminal disease. They probably will not live to be 16, maybe not even make it to 15. If they're lucky, they'll make it to 14. Maybe. And they've spent their whole life, basically, in and out of hospitals, suffering, treatments, maybe experimental drugs. They've suffered their whole life. Hey, before you were formed in your mother's belly, God knew you and God sanctified you, set you apart. See, it, it it preaches good when we're all sitting in church and everyone is happy and healthy. And we say, oh, or, or it's, it's good when we talk about the prophet or it's good when we say, oh, so God set me apart for a purpose. Now I just need to go discover my purpose. And it's always a good purpose, right? It's always a good purpose, right? Oh, he wants me to minister to this, or he wants me to do this, or he wants me to, you know, he wants me to, it's always something positive, good. It's never like, no, God knew me and set me apart so that I would suffer for 12, 13 years of my life and then die of a terminal disease. Before you were formed in your mother's belly, God knew you. And then you're born in a horrible, abusive family where you are abused year after year after year after year. We we cannot, as Christians... We, we love to take certain scriptures and look at the positive that may arise from it, but we never look at the flip side. We, we immediately, like when someone tries to mention the flip side, we usually get offended. We get our feelings hurt. We try to kind of rise up and argue against it. We, we will attack the other person instead of going, you know what? Those are, those are real questions and real concerns. Before you were formed in your mother's belly, God knew you and sanctified you and ordained you, if we take all three concepts. Maybe great for you born in your maybe middle class to maybe wealthy family, two parents, everything's wonderful, great in the United States of America. You got everything you need plus most of what you want. You get to go do this, you get to do this, you get to do this, you get to do this. You got clothes, you got shelter, you're eating, you're going, you're going on vacations, you've got all of the you've got all kinds of technology and things and gifts and, and just yeah. But what if you were born in a I don't know third world nation living in abject poverty and and possibly spending most of your life almost starving to death or getting close to dying of thirst? Before you were formed in your mother's belly, God knew you. What? Why is it that before you were formed in your mother's belly, God knew you, sanctified you, ordained you? And some people are born have amazing, let's say, physical attributes, strength, maybe. Physical beauty, and so they they immediately are going to have an advantage in life and maybe an an above average IQ, maybe even an extraordinary IQ versus someone else who may be born with not the physical beauty, not the IQ, not the physical strength. A lot of that's just how you're made genetically. How do you process those differences? Does it it matter to you? I really want you to just struggle with these concepts today. I want you to, I really want, and I want to hear your thoughts. I want you to email them to me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. I think we really need to discuss it. Before I form thee. In the belly I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations." Now, if we believe, depending on your theology, that God decrees and ordains everything that comes to pass, he works everything according to his good pleasure and will, that raises all of these questions over and over and over again. If you look at, say, the London Baptist Confession or the Westminster Confession, when dealing with God's you know eternal decrees, God's decrees, God's providence, you're going to basically be told God ordains everything that comes to pass. Now Christians love that. On one hand, right, man, didn't it feel good that you're like, hey, even before I was formed, God knew me, God had set set me apart, and God had ordained me. Yeah, like on some cases, Christians see that and like, oh, praise God, pastor, that was so good that was, and that was so encouraging. But because the pastors will never flip it around and talk about the other side. And I can't ignore the other side. Look you can you can call into question whatever, but I'm not going to just ignore the reality of the world in which I live. I'm not going to ignore the reality of my own life. Or now I'll, I'll just throw out options. do we do we take Jeremiah one, is that verse four? I'm looking at it, verse five, I'm sorry. Jeremiah one five. Do we take that? And this is a very just important hermeneutical question: Do we only apply it to the prophet Jeremiah, or do we apply it to all of us that God knew us? Now, I think we would all we would all have to agree: God knows. But has, well, and if, if and now and when we say sanctify us, set apart, is that only for election, only for salvation? Right, He sets us apart for salvation for for you know electing us. And in ordains, is that only for those ordained to specific purposes like ministry? How far do we take these three principles? That he knew you, sanctified thee, and ordained thee. And how far do we take these three principles and apply them to every person and every situation in life? God knew you, God sanctified you, and God ordained you. For wherever you end up in life. Or do we understand God knew me, sanctified, and ordained me, and it's like he set me apart for this purpose. He ordained me for this purpose, but it's up to me to figure it out. It's up to me to find it. It may take me 20 years to find it, 30 years to find it, and I may stumble and fall, but it's up to me to find it. It's up to me to accept it, and it's up to me to live it. In other words, God's just not going to bring me to it. I've got to go figure it out. Well, that would seem kind of contrary to the concept, right? Right. If we just leave it for Jeremiah, then we don't have to answer all of these questions, right? Okay. Well, God, He knew Jeremiah. He set, He sanctified him and He ordained him. End of story. We just like, wow, that's a powerful story for Jeremiah. That's a powerful story for, say, Moses. That's a powerful story for, say, the apostle Paul. Cause those are situations where, hey, that they were set apart, that they were, it, it's, I mean, there's other, probably other examples in the Bible. But I think we would, I think we would all have to agree that the scriptures would, would you not agree that the Bible would clearly articulate that God knew all of us before we were formed? Like if we could just leave it with Jeremiah, we don't have to answer any of these very difficult questions. It's very simple. It's very easy. It's, it's, it's kind of awesome. Like we don't have to struggle with any of this, but the minute we are like, nope, this is for, this goes beyond Jeremiah. Then we've got to try to figure out. So I want you on a piece of paper, three positives that come from the fact that God knew you. We're, We're just going to go with the assumption that that is true of all of us. God knew us before we were formed. What are three positive truths that flow from that? And what are three troubling questions, three troubling concepts that flow from it? Because one truth, I think, can have a positive impact and can have a negative. I believe the church always says it's almost like, "Hey guys, look, 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 look at the positives." No, 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 don't look behind the curtain. No, 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 don't ask any questions. No, 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 no. This is church. We don't ask questions. We don't struggle. We just want three little simple answers, and we want to go home before noon. We're not. But then there's there's people out there who's like. I don't understand and I'm struggling. They're like, well, you just don't have enough faith and, 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 and you're probably not even a Christian. And I don't, I can't stand church, that way church treats that. These are real issues dealing with real life. Now, someone's going to email me and going, yeah, I, I, there are three things that really disturb me about this. So what is the answer? And I don't know if there is an easy answer. It's, it's beautiful to hear Jeremiah say, all right, God, or God, here's the word of, or here's the word of the Lord to Jeremiah. Hey, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, say not I'm a child for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. I think there's some clear promises here specifically only for Jeremiah. I don't think there's any way to get around that. I know some pastors try to take some of these promises and apply them to all of us. I think that's just not accurate. But I think knowing us is for sanctifying us, especially for those who are saved. We were set apart before the foundations of the world. God foreknew, God predestinated us, God foreknew us, God God sanctified us. And at the appropriate time, that election would, would then, obviously, he chose us. And then at the appropriate time, he would save us. Ordained. Does that apply to us? And if so, in what way? I just do, I do know this. You look at life. Look at everyone's life. Isn't it amazing how radically different it can be? You can grow up in the same town, right? Literally in the same neighborhood, and watch the the lives of say two different people, so different, different in ability, different in and phys- physicality, different, a different, different in so many different experiences. Why are they so radically different? Now you can say, well, sin causes the problem. Okay, sin may cause the problem. I won't deny that you can, you, you can't put, you know, the fall of man. And when I say sin, I'm not saying an individual sin, sin in the world. We live in a fallen world. So there's going to be issues that happen. But if God knew and, and God sanctified and God ordained, then God obviously can, like, can't God avoid some of those? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that work? so today Jeremiah 1 5 read it a million times today right okay I know that's a little hyperbole read it a lot think about it three positives that flow from it and three just like wow oh, I never thought about this this is difficult yeah I don't know how do I understand this how, how much of Jeremiah 1 5 can we apply to ourselves and how much of it do we just leave with Jeremiah Love to get your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. I do apologize for any of the kind of, if it didn't seem like it flowed perfectly at the beginning. Like a lot of things happened before we went on the air. The microphone stand completely fell, um, knocked over water, covered my uh, my, uh, MacBook Pro in water. Um, it, I thought everything was destroyed. So everything's a little, still a little discombobulated. But as soon as I got everything kind of set back up, I'm like, I'm going to go live. And, uh, at least try to pr- present this to everyone as soon as possible, because I've been, I've just been, since, uh, since I announced we're going to be studying Jeremiah for the, uh, for summer 2023, I immediately started working on Jeremiah chapter one and started reading it and reading it and reading it. And as soon as I read verse five, uh, last night and this morning, I, I've just, I've, each time I read it, I'm like, well, those, that's some good news. It's also some troubling news. How do I, do, can, do Do I even try to reconcile that or do I just acknowledge both? And I think in some ways, all we can do is acknowledge both. I want you today to acknowledge both. Newsif at yahoo.com. if at yahoo.com. That is your today's focus for Tuesday, May the 23rd, 2023.